Hello, and welcome to A Burst of Hope, five minutes of inspiration from Pastor Rick Holm, encouraging you to always hope. Well, good morning, friends, and welcome to another segment of Burst of Hope. This morning, for just a few moments, I want to share with you part two of a discussion we began last week on, the, on Psalm number three. We've kind of entitled our little chat about what do you do when life falls apart? And there are a number of observations for that, I, that we are going to make as we take a look at this particular psalm. Today we'll just have two observations that I would like to share with you briefly. But here is the first observation. Take a look at verses 1 and 2, and here's what it says, Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. Doesn't that sound familiar? Sometimes we ourselves, in the midst of a concern, in the midst of an illness, in the midst of continuous not feeling well, we might even feel, Lord, what is going on? Will you ever deliver me? David here is crying out to God, just as Jesus did when he said, Abba, Father, in the fact, in the garden. If it's possible, then take this cup from me. We're talking about personal relationship. This morning, as I was getting ready to, to come to work, and it's now 6.30, so you know that I'm an early bird. But the thought was so strong in my, in my spirit, if I can use those words this morning, and it was about, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I know it's a song that we have probably sung until we don't want to hear it again. But ponder these words. This is the day that the Lord has made. You see, today, God is aware of everything in your life. And tomorrow is the same thing. But consider, this day is a special day because this day stands on its own. Tomorrow is not promised. Yesterday is gone. But here it is, today, and this very day, this very moment, God is so intimately aware of us, and we can trust him. You talk about personal relationship. Here, in Psalm number 3, David felt alone. Have you felt alone, especially as you're struggling and not everybody seems to understand what it is that you're going through? It seems you go from one thing to the other, from one setback to another. David, we're talking about this time when David had to flee from Absalom, and David's foes were daily increasing in numbers. He always had enemies. If you're in leadership, you know that they're, all, they're not always going to be friends. So David had enemies, but now the ranks were increasing. Things were getting out of hand. They were snowballing against David. The raging torrent of rebellion was threatening to sweep David and his loyal followers away. In verse number two, it says, many are saying to my soul. You see, when we take it on the inside, when we take it in, when we believe what we hear, it's hard to be positive. It's hard to take a look and to trust. You see, the, the words hit below the belt. This was his version of the, what has now so, become so prevailing in the cancel culture. They were undermining God's call for him to be king. This was David's Gethsemane. This was his cross, if I can use that, those words. David was being taunted. He was being haunted. He knew he had sinned. He knew he took innocent blood. 
Jesus had no sin. He became sin for us. They taunted Jesus by saying, he trusted God. Consider these words, he trusted God. Let God rescue him now. Can you imagine the amount of patience that heaven exercised concerning the, the mockings, the taunting of the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, the one who created all things, the one to whom all things belong. He is the one. He could have asked the Father. The Father would have sent thousands of angels. And then what? What would have happened to that marvelous plan of salvation of which you and I benefit? You see, we may not have gone what David went through, but in my 38 years of ministry, but I have observed a pattern, and that is this. When a disgruntled faction rises, it does not matter where they follow Absalom's example. There will always be somebody willing to listen. Look at Second Samuel 15, verses 2 through 6. The word spreads, and more and more people begin to air their so-called grievance. Enough said about that. Here David is telling God what's going on. God knows. God is laying his burden upon David. Excuse me. David is laying his burden upon the Lord. David is saying, Lord, this is too much for me. You can identify. Here's my second observation. When life falls apart, know who God is and how to lay hold of him in prayer. Notice when David shifts his purpose, but he says this, but you, Lord, let me take a few moments here and share with you who God is. And the list is long. Mine is not as long, but you can add to this list. Number one, God is your shield. God is your defender. God is your provider. God is your rock. He's the glory and the lifter of your head. He is your promise keeper. He is your restorer. Let me close with maybe two more. He is your prayer answering God because he is, your, he is your prayer hearing God. Friend, whatever the need is today, consider giving it to Jesus. Let him join you in the struggle. Let him join you in what it is that you're going through. He is able, no matter how many enemies you may have, God is able exceedingly abundantly. Till next time, wishing you a blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to A Burst of Hope. For more information about Hope Assembly of God, go to www.godgivesyouhope.com or download our app on the App Store.